Okay, so I know I haven't really been able to, like, keep my composure in the last, like, two episodes, but I think I'm going to be fine in this one. But if I sound kind of stuffy, it's just because pollen is everywhere right now, and my nose is stopped up, so that is fantastic. Um, (laughs) yeah, um, oh, (laughs) my sinuses are just going everywhere right now because of the pollen and it's not because I'm crying or anything because I swear I'm gonna be able to keep my composure on this one I really am um it's just the pollen it's just the time of the year and it's my allergies um so if I sound stuffy that's why (laughs) um if I sound like a 25 year old man that's why (laughs) um that was really specific. I don't know where that came from. Um, anyway, so basically, in this episode, what I want to talk about is, it's I've been gone from the town I grew up in for nine months now. Well, I, I still live here, but I don't go to school here anymore, and I've pretty much cut ties with everyone here, um, except for like my close friends, and um, I think I'm finally <laughs> ready to talk about everything that led up to me leaving and everything that happened to me while I was here because once again I didn't I wasn't born here either I um I grew up somewhere else until I was seven and then I switched schools and moved when I was seven and so from the time I was seven to the time I was 16 I went to school at this the place I live and then I switch schools again, and I go to a new school now. Um, <clears throat> but I think I'm at the point in my life to where I can talk about everything that happened to me while I was here and keep my composure, <laughs> not cry while I do I mean, I have tried to film this, the explanation to why I left for the longest time, and I've cried every time, but I think I'm going to be fine now. I'm pretty sure I'm good. Yeah. I'm like... 95% sure I will not cry in this um but it probably will be one of my longer podcasts just because it's like 10 years of explanation so that's a long time for stuff to happen and a lot of stuff did happen so um basically <laughs> that's just what's gonna happen is it's gonna be a pretty long podcast but um I hope you guys stay and listen because I just this is something I feel like I need to address <laughs> Because I've never really given anyone, like, a clear explanation to why I left. I mean, some people I have, but, like, I haven't gone into depth, in, into depth, in depth into everything. But I've, I've told them some stuff that's gone on, but I haven't told them everything. So, that's what I'm going to do. Well, at least I'm going to try and say everything. I forget some stuff. Okay, I had to stop recording for, like, a second. So, because my brother was knocking on the door and wanted to tell me something um have I talked about my brother yet on here he's my little brother he's well (laughs) I say that like he's like 10 but he's 15 um but he is my younger brother so yeah but he was knocking on my door he wanted to tell me something that happened to him on bit life so um we both have a mild bit life addiction unfortunately so I had to stop um recording for a little bit but I'm back (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't, it was a very brief intermission for you guys, I know, because I've, I've listened, I've played back stuff when I stop recording and then start recording again, it's really, like, no time at all when it starts back, so, I could have just kept going, I didn't even have to say, but I don't know if you guys could hear him knocking on my door or not, so that's why I explained myself, um, 
So, yeah, um, okay, so I guess I'll start with the first thing that happened when I moved here. It's the very first thing that I think about. And the this part is the hardest part for me to talk about, so that's why I always, like, break down when I'm trying to explain this stuff. Um, so, as some of you may know, I don't know how many of you know this, but April is actually Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so there's that. And, um, I don't openly talk about what happened to me because I just feel like people are going to treat me differently or look at me differently, but, like, I just feel like I need to, like, literally no one knows. <laughs> like, I've told my best friend, my therapist, well, not my therapist now, my old therapist, my new therapist does not know yet because I've only been going to him for a few months, but <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, and then my parents know, my brother knows, even my sister doesn't know about this. But I feel like I need to talk about it because I just feel like it's something that needs to be talked about, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, when I was seven years old, when I first moved here, when I was seven, keep that in mind, I was seven, um, we had just moved into the house. I don't, I actually don't know if we had moved in yet or not, but we had bought the house. And we were going to meet all the new neighbors, because my mom wanted to know all the neighbors, of course, because that's just the kind of person she is. She's way too friendly for her own good. Um, so we wanted to meet all the new neighbors, and um, we went over to our next-door neighbor's house. And our next-door neighbor um, seemed like the nicest person in the world. I think the thing about them was they probably were pretty nice but the thing is the my next door neighbor was also getting dementia I mean they weren't like full-blown dementia yet but they were old enough to where the dementia was setting in like they died a few years ago from dementia so like it was like coming into their system or whatever but I'm not defending what they did at all so I was just laying that out on the table that that what could have been a factor to what happened, but I'm just saying that's not an excuse, but that was a thing. Um, it doesn't change the fact that what happened was sexual assault or that it was molestation. It just, it's not really an excuse. It's just what happened, you know? It was what was going on. Anyway, um, so my next door neighbor, while we were visiting them or meeting them, I guess, for the first time. I, I'm very friendly. I will say that. I'll be the first to say I'm not as friendly now as I was back then, but back then, I was literally, I would go up to everyone and talk to them, no matter who they were. <laughs> there was no stranger around me. I made friends with everyone. Um, so, I was just, like, like, I instantly... Um, went over to them and was just, like, talking to them and everything, and, um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna cry, I swear, that was, my voice just cracked because I'm sick, so, <laughs> um, it's just my allergies, um, ooh, <laughs> but, um, I did feel a little wave of emotions just then, but it's fine, I, I will tell you guys, I've been diagnosed with PTSD, but I honestly don't think it's as bad as it used to be. 
because I don't have as many like flashbacks anymore. I mean, I do have some sometimes. I had a really bad one a few weeks ago, but that's just because something happened and it just kept going through my mind what what happened to me before. And I I have been having a kind of a hard time since then. It's I've been thinking about it a lot, but I'm fine. I swear I am. It's just I've yeah I just have flashbacks sometimes. And I have breakdowns, but I'm I'm actually getting better, legitimately. Oh, my voice is so stopped up right now. I can't. <laughs> I sound like I'm crying, but I swear to goodness, I am not. It's just the allergies. I hate this time of the year. I know I'm getting sidetracked, but I hate this time of the year because my allergies just go everywhere. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I was just like my normal self and opening up to the stranger, um, that I had, no, that I didn't know at all, but that's just how I was when I was younger, and, um, I got touched in a very inappropriate place, especially for a seven-year-old. I'm not saying if I was 17 and that, and that happened that it would be any better, but I'm saying at seven years old, that's terrible. I guess at 17 it probably would be a little bit better, actually, but at 7 years old, that happened, and, yeah, I got touched when I was 7, basically, when I'm trying, I'm not gonna explicitly say what happened, because that's just, I don't do that, because that's graphic, (laughs) And it might trigger some people, and I don't want to do that. So, um, but that's basically just what I'm going to say. It was in my downstairs area. I will say that. I will say that much. I was seven years old. That was my first memory from after we moved to the place I live in now. My very first memory. And I think that was one of the main things why it's always been so hard to be here, you know? Like, that memory's always followed me everywhere, and sometimes it just comes back to me at random times, and sometimes it's not so random. I mean, like, what happened a few weeks ago that I'm not talking about, that was very similar to what happened when I was seven, and um, although it was, I guess, technically consensual, it was very similar, and so I had an episode a few weeks ago that I have not told anyone about, that I'm how wise about it, but um, I haven't involved because he doesn't know what happened to me, and I'm probably never going to tell him because I just, we're just not on those kinds of terms right now, but um, yeah, so I have been having some issues the past few weeks, but it's just cause, just cause, just because that was something that happened, something very similar happened, so, um, yeah, that was my first memory from living here, and it was repressed for a little while, (laughs) I didn't tell anyone about it until I was 14, I told my therapist, I don't think my therapist was the first person I told. I think, I think I told my brother first. Because I tell my brother everything. Me and my brother are, like, really close. 
It's always been my best friend. Other than Heidi, <laughs> of course. Um, but I think I told my brother first. And then I told my therapist. And then I told my mom. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. I think that's how it went. Pretty sure. Not 100%. But I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Um, so yeah. But, like I said, the person who did that to me is dead now. So, I can never press charges or anything. Because they died. But also, I think the, um, the time when you could press charges was probably up by then. I don't know how many years you have, but I'm pretty sure I waited a little bit too long. I don't know, though. But, um, it wouldn't matter anyway. I probably wouldn't press charges just because I don't want that to be a big thing, you know? Like, people can know, but I don't want people to treat me differently because they know that happened to me at such a young age and that that happened to me in general um but yeah <laughs> um okay continuing on i'll okay i'll go with this my first crush when i moved here i was i was a boy crazy little individual okay <laughs> i'm not really anymore like actually i'm legitimately not i don't catch feelings for people when I do, those feelings go hard, okay? Those, when I catch feelings for people, that's when you know they're real because I don't really catch feelings for people anymore. But when I do, it's a lot, okay? I'll just say that. Um, it always ends up really good or really bad. Normally really bad. I have never actually had one that ended up really good. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so where I'll go with that. Um, I had a crush on a guy when I was seven, right after I moved here, same age, but it was right after I moved here, it was, um, it was one of my sister's friend's brothers, think about that, okay, <laughs> so my sister, when we moved in, my older sister made friends with these two girls who lived in our neighborhood, and one of them had a brother that was a year, no, he was two years older than me, yeah, he was two years older than me. <laughs> and it was so funny. I would always dress up whenever I knew he was coming over to the house. I would always run up to my room and put on um, the spaghetti strap shirt that I had. And then put on lip gloss from Claire's and then go back downstairs and wait for him to get there. I was, oh my, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. But, um, yeah, so I grew up with, with him and basically, and, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I had the biggest crush on him when I was seven, but then I didn't really have a crush on him anymore after that, and, um, we grew up, and when I was four, what year was this? I think it was 2018, so I was 14. I, w I was 14 at the beginning of the year, because my birthday's in October, so I was 14 at the beginning of the year. Um, I was 14 when this happened. He was... Was he 17 or 16? He was either 16 or 17. I can't remember. It was one of the two. Um, well, the week before what I'm about to talk about happened, the week before that happened, my dad's best friend killed himself. And it was hard on all of us because my dad was so close to this guy. They were literally like brothers. Like, they were best friends. And, I mean, my dad was a good bit older than him. So, like, my dad 
describe their relationship more like father-son relationship, but they were best friends, so it was like, if they had been the same age, they would have been more like brothers, but, um, so my dad's best friend killed himself, and we're still, we're still devastated about that, it's still, it still takes a toll on our family, like, we haven't changed since that, I mean, like, that changed our family forever, and that's basically been how it's been, but then, the very next week after that, like, literally, exactly a week after that, like, that happened on a Wednesday, the next Wednesday, the guy that had been, that I had grown up with, who was my first crush here, killed himself, and I just, it was hard for me to take, because I was in eighth grade at the time, and it was just, like, it was so hard for me to wrap my mind around, and I just, I don't, I don't know, you guys, but he was being bullied, I think, and, well, that's what I heard, and I just felt kind of bad, because, I mean, even though we'd grown up together and stuff, we weren't that close, I mean, we were nice to each other whenever we were around each other, but, like, we didn't, we weren't close when we were, when we got old, when we got older, but, like, it still felt like, I, I felt, I still felt like I could have done something, like, if I had known, but I know everybody always says there's nothing you could have done, but I just felt that way, and it killed me, literally, that was one of the hardest times in my life, because I lost two people in one week that I knew, and it was just terrible, because, like, yeah, but a couple months after that, it was like the kids around me hadn't learned their lesson, because, like, I went to a really small school, so, like, everyone knew each other, and everyone knew everything that went on, and so, (laughs) um, it's like they didn't learn their lesson what happens when you bully people, that's basically what I'm saying here, um, and there were these guys, who had been mean to me since the third grade, like, they had never gotten off my case, and they just kept nagging on me, and saying stuff to me, and I was just so tired of it, and we went to science class, right after they had said something to me, and it was what they said to me, I can't remember exactly what they said, because I just went numb after that, but whatever it was, it was devastating, I just remember that, I got into science class, and I took my scissors out of my, like, pencil case thing that my mom had bought me at the beginning of the school year, and I tried slitting my wrist in the middle of science class, which was not the smartest thing to do, but, you know, it happened, um, with scissors, you guys. I mean, anything, (laughs) anything can, um, work as a blade if you stab hard enough. I'm scratching my head. I don't know if you guys can hear that because literally I don't know what's going on, but my skin is breaking out so bad right now. I know this is probably too much information and like it itches like on the side of my head and I don't know what's going on. I'm just telling you guys this because I don't know if you can hear me scratching, but anyway, (laughs) um, because I have my earbuds in. That's why I'm always saying, I don't know if you guys can hear this because like you're right here. Um, the mic is literally right here. But, um, so, basically, I don't know why I just sounded like I tried doing a British accent just there, but anyway, basically, I tried flinging my wrestling scissors in the middle of science class in the 8th grade, 
and and someone told the guidance counselor. I can't remember who it was at this moment. I think it was Heidi, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Not a thousand percent sure. But she didn't provide one good. She didn't know what was gonna happen after that. <laughs> if she had, she probably wouldn't have told. But that's not the point. She did it for my own good. Anyway, this the guidance counselor called me up to her office. I was like, oh lord, <laughs> what's what's about to happen? And basically, she called my parents. My dad was already in the room with her. Actually, I remember this. My dad was already in the room with her. She called both my parents, and she had already referred me to a therapist. Like, ma'am. <laughs> She literally, she literally gave me that she didn't do anything to the boys that were making fun of me. They didn't say anything to them. They didn't punish them. Oh my lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like about this situation now. and my, It's like, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm allowed to laugh. No one else is allowed to laugh. I am allowed to laugh. Anyway. So, basically, that's what happened then. That was really loud. I mean, I yelled. I apologize. I'm sorry. I yelled. I really did just yell. Anyway, so basically, that's what happened with that. And I was in therapy for the long... I'm still in therapy. I don't know why I just said that. But, um, I was with that therapist for a while, I should say. Because I got a new therapist. Because my old one switched practices on me. I know, so sad, because I loved her, okay? She was literally one of my favorite people ever, and she switched practices. I, <laughs> and now I'm going to a dude. I don't, I don't have a problem with male therapists, but I do have a problem with men. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that's how that works. Anyway, I'm going to check Snapchat right quick while I'm doing this. While I'm continuing my train of thought. Uh, Heidi texted me, and the group chat texted me. That's nice. One of my friends is talking about her boyfriend. <sighs> I used to talk about my boyfriend. And it, never mind. I shouldn't finish that sentence. Anyway, I don't have a boyfriend, by the way, you guys. That was past tense. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I got so sidetracked. I was spilling way more tea than I was planning on. Oh, I just popped my knuckles. That was nice. Okay, I'm spilling way too much tea. <laughs> um, but I need to continue. So, um, too much new tea is what I should say. Because old tea doesn't matter. But <laughs> the new tea, I should not be spilling. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Eighth grade. So, now we're at ninth grade. I'm in 11th grade, so we got two more grades to go because I switched into it. So we got two more grades to work with here. Ninth grade. <laughs> this is fun. Okay, so basically, I had all of this stuff going on. Literally, too much. Too much. Um, I was just really tired of the way people were treating me because you know what? I started getting fat shamed when I was in fifth grade, and here's the thing, you guys. I, <laughs> I was never exactly a heavier kid, but the thing is, I hit my growth spurt when I was in fourth grade, like, the end of fourth grade, not actually, yeah, <laughs> because you want to know something, I was a third grader, and I had, never mind, 
<laughs> I wasn't going to use the word I was about to say. Or I could. Okay, I'll say it. I'll say it explicitly. I was a third grader with tits, okay? <laughs> so, because um, my mother, God bless her soul, I was blessed with her um, puberty genes, and I got my period when I was 10. So, I hit puberty in the fourth grade. I got my boobs in third grade, and then I got my period in fifth grade, but, like, the, the four, fourth grade was, like, when I hit my growth spurt, so it was, like, the middle <laughs> of puberty, um, yeah, so, basically, I started getting fat shamed when I was in fifth grade, because I was taller and bigger than all the girls, like, my body was more shaped like a woman's than a child's, and, and none of the other girls were like that, because they hadn't hit puberty yet, they hadn't even started their period yet, but guess what, I did, so, I started getting fat shamed when I was in fifth grade. And also, I have type 1 diabetes. I think I've mentioned that. I'm not 100% sure. But if I haven't, I do. So, um, there was that they also like to make fun of. In fact, when I was in fourth, no. No, I was in seventh grade when this happened. I always get mixed up because it's like elementary school for me was third through fifth grade. It's a weird system. Third through fifth grade, and then middle school is sixth through eight. So sometimes I mix up my fourth and seventh grade years. It's fine. Um, but in seventh grade, in fact, one of the teachers actually said something to me about my diabetes. But we will not get into that. Um, it was actually quite interesting, if I do say so myself. I have been um said a lot of stuff about my um I've been told a lot of stuff about my diabetes by people who know nothing about diabetes. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, in fact, when I was in, like, 7th grade, I think it was 7th grade, I might have been 6th grade, someone asked me if I could have children, and I was like, I guess, I'm assuming this, and I realized then that they were meaning because I have diabetes, and I was like, oh my lord, <laughs> like, that has nothing to do with having children, I mean, yes, off blood sugars can affect the pregnancy, but, like, as a generalization, diabetes does not affect having a kid, but, um, yeah. So, I've been told a lot of stuff about my diabetes, like, bad, like, mean stuff, like, people being just jerks, and, um, then also the fact that I hit my growth spurt before everybody else. So, I've been, I was bullied pretty much since the third grade. I don't know why I said pretty much, because it was since the third grade. Anyway, I've been bullied since the third grade by the same people. I mean, there was, like, there were some people who would, like, say stuff to me, but it wasn't really bullying because it wasn't a constant thing. But, like, there were always the same people bullying me. <laughs> so, yeah, but this it went on since the third grade. So, I was kind of tired of it in ninth. Kind of. No, I was very tired of it in ninth. <sighs> And so, um, one day, you know, I'm actually a pretty good writer, if I do say so myself. Not to brag or anything, but I, that's also something I get from my mother. I got a bunch of genes from my mother. That's one of the things. She She's a writer. She was a journalist for a while. I, on the other hand, write books. So, I inherited her writing genes. And so, one day, I just decided, oh, I'm going to write a book about my school. <laughs> um... And I wrote about everybody who was being mean to me and stuff. And I published it on Wattpad. Stupid. But anyway. Um, I published it. And it got over 5,000 reads on Wattpad. <laughs> who knew? Turns out, 
um, some of those 5,000 reads were from people in my school. <laughs> and it got passed around the school. And actually, screenshots got passed around the school. So it was actually more than 5,000 people. Uh, and it wasn't just my school. got passed around other schools, too. Coincidentally enough. Um, so basically, I was famous for <laughs> my ninth grade year. Um, no, I'm kidding. But I was infamous for my ninth grade year. And like I said, I had 400 people in my school, so everyone knew about this. Yeah. And they were not happy. I will just say that. Yes, I was writing about people being mean to me and what they had done to me and stuff. But, um, they were still mad. They were very mad. In fact, I got called up to the principal's office. No, no, I take that back. I, that's not what happened. I got death threats (laughs) one day. And so I went up to the guidance counselor's office and I told him I was getting death threats. And he was like, oh, I already know. Bruh. (laughs) He was like, I "I already know. You wrote a book about the school. And I was like, yeah, I did. What are you going to do when I'm getting it? I didn't say, what are you going to do about Because, you know, I'm, I'm too nice. And I'm too, I'm too scared of authoritative figures to say anything like that. But, um, yeah, so basically, I, um, I was told to immediately remove the, um, book. So I had to delete it, even though the screenshots are still out there, but that's not the point. I had to delete it. I had to go into the principal's office on the principal's computer and delete the book. That was a fun day. And I got yelled at uh, a good bit. (laughs) I got a good bit of yelling at. I I didn't actually get, like, written up or anything, but I did get yelled at. So that was fun. I think the reason they didn't write me up is because I cried so much. Um, But anyway, yeah. And But the people who were in the book, like, the people who were doing stuff to me didn't get called up at all. The people who gave me death threats didn't get punished at all. And actually, they had the death threats on social media sometimes. So, it was like, they had proof, but they did nothing to them. Um, (laughs) that was also a fun time. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what happened in ninth grade. And, you know, it's like, people don't like to forget stuff like that, at least in small towns. I don't know about big cities they might forget stuff easier but I'm not sure in small towns they don't forgive you for anything I will just say that and they don't forget anything so um I yeah people still get onto me about that and it's like two years later so yeah so basically and I still get death threats (laughs) like really and I get called conceited on a daily basis but like I had an eating disorder. I cut myself almost every day. Well, not really anymore. I haven't cut myself. No, I take that back. I cut myself. No, did I cut myself yesterday? I think it's been two days. I don't know. It may have only been one day. But anyway, I had a week. I had a week where I didn't cut, or two weeks, something like that, where I didn't cut myself daily. So, at least I have that to hold on to. Um, but, like, how can someone like that be conceited? Like, I don't understand but um yeah so basically that's what happened in ninth grade so moving on to 10th grade because this is the last year I had to talk about apparently I mean I could talk about this year but it's like why you know like I'm gone why should I care what they think about me now um so 10th grade this is the fun year I think in my opinion this is my favorite one I mean at the time it was like the worst year ever but (laughs) 
now that I look back on it, best year. No, I'm kidding. Not the best year, but the funniest. Um, so basically, in 10th grade, I had this boyfriend. I'm not, I don't, I'm not on speaking terms with him. I mean, I guess I am on speaking terms per se, but, um, we don't talk, you know? Like, it's like, we're on speaking terms, but we don't talk. Like, if we ever had the chance, I guess we'd be cordial to each other, but it's like, we're not friends, I guess I should say that. We're not friends, but we're fine with each other. So, basically, I had this boyfriend to the grade year. And, um, I think I've already talked about him, actually. But, um, I got written up this year. Not this year, but the year I'm talking about. Currently, I got written up, um, because we were at school. And we got caught making out. That's another story for another day, why I did that. Let's just say it was not of my own accord fully. But anyway, I don't know why I'm talking in such a thick country accent. I already have a thick enough one. What am I doing with my life? Anyway. <laughs> so. Kids grade. That happened. We got caught. Not, like, not even, no one even came up to us and told us to stop. You know what happened? They videoed us. They videoed us. <laughs> um... They videoed it and put it all over Snapchat. And these were the same people who had been mean to me since third grade. Who had been bullying me since third grade. The same exact people. And since it was posted all over social media, someone turned us in to the administrators at the school. Yeah. So I got written up. For the first time ever. Other than that one time when I didn't have my school ID. But that was just a warning. I mean this was just a warning too. But like that wasn't a disciplinary write up. That was just because I forgot my ID. But this time I got written up. And I got written up for PDA. So it was technically a disciplinary action. So I got a warning. I was put on probation <laughs> for a while. For the whole the rest of the nine weeks, because if I had gotten another write up, it would have been detention. But anyway, I got written up, and you know what? My dad's a preacher, very religious man. My mom, very religious woman, because she's she's the first lady of the church. Of course she is. Um, which is weird, you guys. From what I've witnessed, the preacher's wife is always more religious than the actual preacher, which is always weird to me. But anyway, she's always stricter for some reason. I've, I've kind of observed that. It's weird. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, so my parents are very religious, very traditional people, very conservative. Um, so when they get a call from the school about their, um, daughter being caught on camera making out with her boyfriend, they were not exactly, um, tickle pink about it (laughs) to be nice about the situation. Um, and basically I got my phone taken away for a whole month, you guys. I only got it back because we broke up. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I got my phone taken. But also, there was other stuff that went on, too, with that. But, um, yeah. And whenever the vice principal wrote me up for that, she said the kids who videoed it, she couldn't tell that them videoing it was a malicious act. Even though they had it on record that those same kids had been bullying me since the third grade. But, you know when you're going up 
Okay, in small towns, it's like this. When it's against a kid who's not from there versus kids who are from there, they're always going to protect the ones who are from there. Just saying. So, I was written up and nothing happened to those other kids, even though everyone knew my mental health was not at where it should have been at that point. And they were kind of just, you know, milking it <laughs> as much as they could. Um, so, I think that was, was that the same night? No, it was a couple days later. A couple days later, I tried, like I said, I type 1 diabetes. I tried overdosing on insulin a few days later. Try killing myself by overdosing on insulin because it was just too much for me. I couldn't handle it anymore. I was tired of people being the way that they were. But, um, and my parents were just kept saying stuff to me and they kept treating me like they wished anybody else was their daughter. But at the same time, my dad was the one who took the vial of insulin from me and hid all the insulin in the house. Um, but, um, that's not all that happened in 10th grade. I'm not done. Um, so that was the first half of the year. Yeah. The last half of the year is when COVID happened, coincidentally. Um, that's when COVID started. So... At the beginning of COVID, well, right before COVID, I should say, started our second semester in school. So we switched cl- we switched classes. We had a whole new cluster of classes, and um, I had this one class. Well, I had two actually two classes with these people, but it was this one class in particular. I had this one class. There was only eight people in my whole entire class, and the other people that were in that class were the boys I had talked about before that had been bullying me since third grade well not all of the all of them but like two of the ones in my class that were in there were a part of that group and um uh, the thing about me (laughs) I was I've always been I'm not saying I'm the smartest human being alive or anything like I'm not an Albert Einstein I don't know yeah I'm not an Albert Einstein or anything but um when I was in second grade, they tested me, and my IQ scores were, like, really high, so they put me in gifted and talented. Okay, sorry, guys, I had to stop recording again for a minute. Um, I don't know about these segments, though. Like, I know it, like, pauses for, like, a second for you guys and, like, comes right back, so you pro- I probably could just kept going with the story, but I just always won't let you guys know that if there was a pause, that's why. Um... But anyway, so these two guys from that group were in my, um, this one particular, particular class that only had eight people in it. And when I was in second grade, they tested me, my IQ scores were really high, so they put me in gifted and talented in third grade. And from that point forward, I was always in the top classes in my grade, the, you know, the highest ranking classes. And so I was always, I mean, but the thing is, when I was in second grade, when I first moved to, um this place they put me in kind of the like the watch class I think that's what they called it or something like that it was the lowest class that had like the bad kids in it but they only put me in there because I was a new kid and they didn't really know how I was so they put me in there um so whenever I did 
get put into the top class, all the other kids in there always looked down on me, kind of, because they thought I was, well, dumb and stuff. They thought I was stupid, just saying. They just looked down on me, um, for whatever reason. And so, I, um, but I got put into the class with eight people that 10th grade year. And it had two guys in it from this friend group. And, um, that had always made fun of me and stuff. And, um, for whatever reason... Um, I, I usually, <laughs> I wouldn't say always, but I usually did my homework in this class, surprisingly enough, because I do not have a very good work ethic, for, but for this class, I actually tried. Um, and so, I, um, always did my homework in this class, and I had one of the high, highest grades in that class. I know I only had eight people in my class, but that's not the point. I had one of the highest grades in the class, so I was looked at as one of the smarter ones for once, believe it or not. And so, these guys, these two guys, always asked me for homework, homework answers. So, they started being nice to me for the first time ever. And I actually liked it, you know? Because, like, they were being nice to me. I wanted them to be nice to me. I want everybody to be nice to me. Um, I want everybody to like me. So, they were actually being nice to me. And it seemed genuine for a while, but I totally forgot it was because I was giving them homework answers, but that's not the point. Um, it was like I was finally friends with them, you know, like I was finally one of the cool kids. Um, like everything that had happened in the past however many years had been forgotten, but I knew that wasn't, I knew deep down that wasn't the case. But they finally like started treating me like I was one of them. And they started, like, hanging out with me and stuff. Like, whenever they saw me, they were like, oh, hey, Kara. Or, like, they started talking to me, having a whole conversation with me. Um, but then COVID hit. And they still asked me for homework answers and stuff. They still texted me sometimes. And so I gave them homework answers because it was normal. Um, but then one day I found out they had, they had been saying stuff about me again behind my back. And so I texted them both one day. I copied and pasted a message. It was this big, long message about how I was done with everything, with everything they had done to me. I was just done. I couldn't take it anymore. And I wasn't going to give them homework answers anymore because they were just using me for my homework, for my homework answers because they knew I was going to give them the legit ones. And I was just done. I was done being nice. I know I was always nice to everyone, but I was done. So I cut them off. I blocked them on everything. And then one of my friends that I had been friends with since third grade, she blocked me for no reason. I still don't know why. But she, and literally, I had always relied on this girl for everything. She knew everything. I always told her everything. We were really close. And I always, I always felt like she was my protector. Because I was always smaller than everybody else. That's everyone I hit my growth spurt, of course. But I was always one of the smaller kids. Because I'm pretty petite. <laughs> um, and I just always felt like she protected me, you know. But she just blocked me one day out of the blue. And I still don't know why. And so, one day I just made the executive decision. I went up to my mom one day and I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's too much for me. I want to switch schools. My mom was just like, okay. 
it's fine. You can come to my school district because she's a teacher and there was a high school in her. There's two high schools in her school district. So I was like, okay. And so I switched schools and that's where I am today. People still talk about me at my old school behind my back. They just like to talk. Because there's only 400 kids at that school. And I was one of the most infamous ones ever. Probably. Because I did a lot of stuff while I was there. And so they still talk about me. There's really nothing I can do about that. But um. The thing is. I've had a hard time at my new school. I will say that. I've met some really good people here. But at the same time, I've just had a really hard time here. So sometimes I will say I wish I had never switched schools. But at the same time, since I did, I don't want to go back. Because yeah, maybe I feel like I don't wish the things that have happened at my new school happened. Like, I don't wish they would have happened. But at the same time, I don't want to go back to the other school because I feel like it's going to be way worse. And, like, it's like I wish I didn't know what my new school, like, was like because it's just like it's been so hard but I just don't want to go back and suffer anymore you know so even though I'm not happy with how things turned out I'm happy with where I am because I don't want to go back that would literally be a last resort for me <laughs> um But, um, I have, I will say, I have met some really good people at my new school that I think I could be friends with one day. But it's just, it's been hard for me. Because even though I've met really good people, I've also met some people who aren't so good. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good people. I'm just saying I didn't click with them. I'll just say that. Um... They probably are good people. I'm not judging them or anything. It's just I didn't click with them. And it's just been really hard. So, yeah. But I think it's overall going to be good for me. It's just been hard in the beginning. But it's my first year. I mean, I know I only have one year left, but it's my first year. I'll be fine. But um, I just wanted to tell you guys everything that happened while I was here the reasons why I left the main reasons there were other little stuff but this was basically just a summary because I haven't really explained it and I was just tired of not telling people so yeah um I think I'm gonna end this episode because <laughs> it's already like almost an hour long um and I don't want to keep you guys longer than I have to and I know, well, I hope you guys stayed until the end because I just really felt like, I felt like I needed to talk about this. And, yeah, but I hope you guys have a great rest, I just, 
hit the <laughs> I just hit my earbuds I hope you didn't hear that I'm sorry it headphone users if you heard that anyway I hope you guys have a great rest of your day today a great day tomorrow and a great week this week and just always remember you guys are all beautiful people and I love you okay bye